How would you like to earn an income stream that pays your rent and is a better business education yet still cheaper than a business degree? Hey, I'm Jared Krause. I'm the host of the Buying Online Businesses podcast. And in this episode, I'm speaking with Trevor, who is a Bob member who just bought his first online business. And in this podcast episode, Trevor and I talk about his journey of trying to get dropshipping websites to work for many years before deciding to go away and buy an established business. We also talk about how he nearly bit off more than he could chew due to going too hard too quick and hitting that, hitting that burnout phase and how he actually recovered from it, which is really good because most people do this when they run super fast towards a goal. They don't make the long distance. You know, we should be thinking long distance. We should be thinking not in sprints, in macro goals. So, that's a really, really cool thing to understand that we talk about in this podcast episode. We also could talk about what business he bought, why he bought that business, what he learned doing due diligence through the phase of buying a business, and how he couldn't have done it without sharpening his mindset, which is a huge part of this episode. We also talk about what advice he would give to anyone looking to earn an income online and, and why maybe they should buy a website as well. There's so much in this podcast episode. You guys are absolutely going to love it. Now, when you hear this podcast episode, you're going to want to go away and buy a business. Don't do this off the bat unless you have my due diligence framework. A lot of people have been raving about it. I'm giving it away to you for free. This is the framework that a lot of my clients are using to buy businesses and has helped them take the guesswork out of buying a business and decrease their risk dramatically. So to get that, go to buyingonlinebusinesses.com forward slash free resources. Let's jump into the episode. Today's episode is brought to us by Niche Website Builders, which is a company a few of my clients are using and have used for content creation and link building services. They do everything from start to finish, so from keyword research all the way to uploading your completed article for you. We've also had Bob members buy ready-made affiliate sites built by Niche Website Builders. So if you're looking to outrank your competitors' content and build better backlinks, Niche Website Builders and I have a special deal for you. Head to nichewebsite.builders forward slash Bob. I'll put a link in the show notes for you. But again, that's www.nichewebsite.builders forward slash Bob. Do you want to start investing in websites but don't want to drop $20,000 or more on your first investment? Check out Odis, where you can buy premium age domains to build a website on and add Odis done for you affiliate site package to help you grow your website and get seen. Instead of buying a crummy website that's been built to sell with no authority, buy a premium domain with built-in authority, great SEO, and fresh quality content for your website. Head to odys.link forward slash Bob podcast to check out their great deals. That's odys.link forward slash B-O-B podcast. Link will be in the description too. Trevor, thanks so much for coming on and having a chat. Yeah, glad to be here. And congratulations. How does it feel to be online business owner? I didn't think that I'd be having this chat with you so soon. I think <laughs> I, I think it's just under the 11 month mark of me like joining to me actually acquiring a business. So yeah, cool. On a, on this uh, talking about this topic instead of uh, going over another DD. Yeah, I know. We've done quite a few due diligence, have we? Haven't we? Yeah, I think I counted yesterday. Like fourteen or fifteen. 
Oh, wow. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cool. And that's just the ones that you submitted to me, right? Well, I think I submitted like probably a quarter of those to you. The other ones I would just like run into a, a big problem or, or find something and be like, okay, this isn't worth it anymore. Just ditch it. Yeah, cool. Well, I'm sure everybody's super excited to hear what you've gone away and done and your success and all that sort of stuff. But I kind of want to start from the beginning, if that's okay with you. Yeah. And I want to ask you, like, how did you even find out about this? You could buy websites and what was the reason behind wanting to like even get an online income stream, I guess? Yeah. So I think it all started in college, kind of like right when all those gurus started posting all those super annoying ads that were everywhere on YouTube about dropshipping. Yeah, and yeah. I kind of, me and my friend, we kind of started trying to to build up Shopify stores, do drop shipping, and I think we did like something like elephant jewelry for the first uh, store, and, and we did a couple and never made any money on them, <laughs> except for like family or relatives that would like give us like a pity buy. And that was kind of like the first part of it, and that's actually how I figured out that I wanted to do because I didn't really like the whole drop shipping part of it. It felt kind of kind of scammy at first. Yeah. But I did like the marketing aspect and like driving traffic to that site. There was like kind of a rush behind it. Yeah. So that's how I figured out I wanted to do marketing after college and ended up getting a job with one agency in LA. And then that didn't work out so well. So now I'm with another agency currently in Scottsdale. But I I, uh, I knew I wanted to do the technical stuff, but I haven't really had a shot at that yet. I've just been mm. being, I've just been doing like project management stuff and overseeing a lot of that. So I figured the best way to get good at technical SEO was just to buy a business and, and try to get it myself. That way I'm not, that way if, if something goes wrong, it's not at the client's expense or it's not a client's company. It's, mm-hmm. it's my own fault and my own company. So that was kind of reassuring. And that was kind of my goal going into this was to find something to really improve my technical skills. Yeah, amazing. I mean, they say the best way to learn business is to be in business. And your story is very similar to mine, except it sounds like you've gone away and done this a bit earlier than me. I started a dropshipping business and I was the same. I knew nothing about marketing. And I was like, shit, I gotta I gotta learn how to do this this online digital marketing thing. And I didn't know how to do paid ads or anything like that. And I made only a few sales trickled in and it was nothing. Yeah. If you don't know Facebook Business Manager and you just like wander on and log in, you're like, what am I looking at? And I know Facebook Business Manager now very well. And I've spent hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars on in Facebook ads on multiple different businesses. And it's a still a nightmare. Like my yeah. Facebook ads account have been shut down. Like I've got somebody that helps you know me navigate it. Yeah. It's crazy, right? Like so. Anyway, we're getting a little bit off topic there. So you kind of were in college, like, oh, I want to get in this online business game, right? That was your main goal, right? Yeah. 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 Cool. First, it started off with like anyone else just to have like a side income. But then like I yeah. was able to hone in on, on, like I said, getting good at like the technical side of SEO. Yeah. Yeah. And so that was easy too. I mean, that was different because I feel like a lot of people are kind of just going into it to as an investment as kind of just like uh, just kind of a buy and hold. Mm-hmm. So a lot of that business, like a lot of the aspects I was looking at that were for me considered opportunities might not really be considered opportunities for other people. Yeah. But that's the beauty of it is like, you can really just make your own goals, make your own guidelines and really stick to them. Yeah. That's something we, we teach, don't we? Having the goals yeah. and the guidelines. Yeah. That's what I think, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's it's pretty cool that you obviously wanted to make an online income, but 
your main goal priority was to learn over, you know, most people joining are wanting to replace their income and get out of their day job, right? But you actually like your day job and you just want to get better at it, which is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of uh, it's kind of an extension of my day job. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. And so did you have any experience, like did you learn any of this online tech stuff at college or is this like new to you? Like did you have to sort of learn how to do the dropshipping yeah, and stuff still like that? pretty new. I mean, we started the dropshipping like months before I graduated. So I already had like a real estate job, a commercial real estate job lined up and then quit that. I called, called that off right before I graduated and just found an agency that would give me a shot. So I really only just started looking at this stuff in 2018. So yeah, I mean, it's, and, and didn't know anything about SEO until probably honestly a year and a half, two years ago, max. Yeah. So 20, so the start of 2018, was it? Yeah. 2018 was when I first started the drop shipping stuff. And then that was just influencer marketing, a little bit of Facebook ads. Mm -hmm. And then the first agency I worked with, that that was mostly just paid ads too. And then once I and, and I kind of did, I looked at your course. I remember looking at your course around that time too, mm. but not actually buying yet. And then once I figured out what SEO was, then I was like, oh, like this is what this is, this could all work now. Like now it's all starting to play. The penny dropped. You're like, yeah. how did the penny drop for you? Like talk to me about like, all right, I'm I've spent all of 2018, all of 2019, and most of 2020. So say two and a half years trying to make some sort of thing happen online, right? How did you get to the point where it's like, stuff this startup thing, it's not working so well to like, oh, this buying a website thing. Like, how did you discover that? And and what was the penny that dropped for you there? Well, it was because I, like I said, like I wasn't on paper, I wasn't qualified enough when for these agencies I was working with. I wasn't qualified enough to like, get that technical position mm. and like I wanted it so bad, but like I also <laughs> got freaked out because I didn't want to screw up any of the client accounts or anything like that or go in and make a mess. And it was either on your podcast or some other podcast I was listening to where this guy was talking about SEO and he's like, he's like, yeah, you, you can read everything there is to read about, right? About riding a bike. But if you don't have a bike, then you're kind of screwed. And I was like, oh, I need that bike. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love the, I love the quote. To know and not do is to not know. Meaning exactly, you can yeah. learn all the theory, but you just don't know. Like, and it's the same with like people that read about and listen to my podcast about doing the theory around like how you can do due diligence and how you can buy a website. And they, they feel like they they know it, but I don't know. You can probably you know speak to this that it's a huge game changer when you go from learning the lessons to. I'm actually speaking to sellers and doing due diligence. Like the compare is no comparison there, right? Yeah, and then from due diligence to actually buying, I think I had, I think I had two like little episodes where I, I had, I found one that I really liked, and that the other thing was too that like it's like it's so invaluable about your course. It's so like amazing about your course is you go into the mindset stuff, but not too much. Just like the the right amount about like you know setting your standards and sticking with it. And I didn't listen to that. I guess because the first site that I was going to buy, it was over my budget and kind of like, out. it was like, it was actually way out. It was almost double my budget. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and it looked good, obviously, because like the more expensive the site, a lot of times the better it's going to be. That's how it's valued. And yeah, so I'm looking at it and I put in an offer 
And then, or I was about to put it in offer, like about to hit enter. And then all of a sudden, it's like rush of emotion came over me. Like, what if you lose it all? What if you take it to zero? Like, what if you lose all, all like all this money you saved up? And then I like went through that and just like kind of closed my computer for a week. And then <laughs> happened again where I actually, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but I put in an offer, got accepted. And I fully intended on buying the site. And then like last second, like had to talk to Empire Flippers. And I was like, I can't, I can't do this. I can't do this. Like I'm, it's very financially irresponsible of me. Like I'm freaking out. <laughs> I think I made it up something, but yeah, it didn't go, it didn't go over too well with them. Yeah. Did you burn bridges there? I don't think so. I, I mean, I told them, I was really honest and transparent about it. And I was like, yeah, I just really bit off more than I could chew. Like I'm pretty, pretty financially insecure. Like I don't know if I can afford this site. Mm. And I was like, I'm a first time buyer. Like I swear I didn't see any of these policies or any of this stuff. And they're like, okay, like we get that. You just can't unlock any businesses above your budget, which is like 30 grand as of yeah. So then they kind of, and they didn't really post anything under that. So took me off Empire Flippers with that being. Well, I mean, it's a part of the journey. Like, is, yeah. I mean, you said before you can learn the things in theory, but until you do it, you just don't really know. Right. So it's the same with the mindset stuff. All this mindset stuff that I heard, man, I went around in circles for seriously years. Mindset and hiring a mentor. I was like, hiring a mentor? What? I can learn this for free. I can watch YouTube videos and listen to podcasts and learn this for free. Why would I hire somebody to help me? But that just free advice is, it's worth paying for the advice. It gets you results fast, obviously. I mean, if you look at you, you went and did two and a half years of, I dare say you didn't go in circles. You would have learned a fair bit, but the real progress happened when you started to work with somebody. It's the same with me in many of my yeah. businesses, right? And you you didn't know, like you, you had to go kind of through that mindset freak out phase. You know? Yeah. And then like the first, after those two, I was like, I can't let this happen again. Like the next one I have, to, I, it has to be it. Like I have to buy it. But then that also kind of like gave me a chance to like experience the emotions you're going to get when you kind of get to the point of, of purchasing where you're like, okay, like take a breath, stick to your basics, like stick to your actual budget. And you're at like, yeah. my goal originally was to pay rent, yeah. which rent for me in, in Arizona is $800 a month. And I have a roommate. So it's pretty, pretty easy to do. And so I was like, okay, yeah, I just need something with eight, $800 a month, which gives me about like a $30,000 site, give or take. And that was the original goal. And I just strayed from it. And then like last, mm. the last business I looked at, I was like, okay, just stick to your goal. Like stick to that original plan of what it was. And then sure enough, got into the offer phase, started feeling the emotions. And I was like, okay, like I remember this. I remember this. Like just look at the traffic again, like stick to the most basic metrics. Like look at the traffic. Where's it coming from? Is it coming from sketchy places? No. Okay. Like you're, you're fine. Like, everything's yeah. good. There's nothing you're missing. Just look at the basics. Yeah. I'm glad that you didn't buy the bigger one. It it probably would have been a better business, but what happens is when we are stressed, we make, we don't make the best decisions because we're making them based from a place of fear. And I think it's good. Like some people do the opposite, Trev. They, what they do is they go away and they're like, oh my God, a hundred thousand dollar business. It's making $3,000 a month. This is what I'm going to be able to pay my rent. I'm going to be able to buy food. I'm not going to have to, I could work half the hours. And we build this vision and this picture of how good our life's going to be. And we end up buying it and we're like, 
crap. I, like, I mean, over my head. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I would, uh, I'd be lying if I didn't say that I scrolled to the top of Empire Flippers and look at the, the $10 million size doing <laughs> 100 grand a month. And I was like, that'd be kind of cool. <laughs> it's something to aspire to, though, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, cool. So I'll, let's we'll dig into more more about like the journey in a second. But like, hit us with the business. Like, obviously, we don't don't share the URL and all that sort of stuff. But what type of business did you buy? And then also, if you're open to sharing, how much was the business, and how much is it making net per month? Yeah. Uh, so the business was I got it for pretty much on the dot thirty grand was my budget. Tried to negotiate a little bit, didn't work out too well, and it's. We're in an inspection period right now. And so it said it was making 983 a month, but it's looking like it's gonna be a little less. So might have to renegotiate. I might be eligible for renegotiation, which I mean, I bought it on investors.club and, and didn't know a whole lot about their process, but it was great. It was really easy. Like everyone was very responsive. I think I asked one question on the chat and the CEO responded to me, Jason. And so, you know, it was, it was, it was a great experience. I bought a site in a niche that I, I really enjoy. It's, I mean, the numbers made sense, but then it's also something that like I've kind of been doing on the side and, and could definitely figure out how to, to add my own flair in there and, and bring a little passion to it and a little love. Mm. Yeah. Cool. So it's a content site then? Yeah. Yeah. It's an, and they're only monetizing by uh, Amazon affiliate. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, so I wanted to ask you, you joined 11 months ago, right? So did it take you 11 months to do due diligence on how many businesses? You said like 15 or so, or did you take a break? Like, tell us about yeah. that. There was, uh, I, I hit it really hard in the beginning and did, I went, I did like a two month streak where I was just like every site that I saw that was like waiting every Monday morning. And I, sorry, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm going fast, but um, <laughs> I knew that I wanted to buy from Empire Flippers at first, very reputable brokers. So pretty much every Monday, as long as a site came along that was within my price range, I was going to do due diligence on it, no matter what niche it was in. And that helped me like really kind of be able to call through sites and, and realize what was worth my time and what wasn't. Mm. And then you kind of start like figuring out, okay, like you can kind of jump around your due diligence sheet after you've done like five or six and be like, okay, like let me start with a backlink audit and see, see if that's good and then proceed from there. Or let me start with Google Analytics and look at their traffic sources. And if that's worth it, then I'll go into their revenue and, and all that stuff. So it got easier as time went on. But then I think I did take a pretty long little break for a while. Most oh during the holidays because everything kind of really slowed down mm. and once it picked up I uh, I realized that I needed uh, I needed some more money so <laughs> just that that was kind of the, the lighting my, the fire under my tail that, that kept me going yeah cool so talk to me like what was the toughest what do you think was the toughest part of the whole journey definitely actually buying the website was for me the hardest for sure because. I mean, I'm only 25, so it's like, you know, coughing up 30 grand is a pretty big chunk of change. And it's like, of course, I can tell myself, well, you know, I'm young, I, I have time to financially recover. Mm. But at the same time, it's just, it's, it's scary. Yeah. It's like you, you, you don't have really a database to go back to. Like I just started my career two years ago. So I, I like, I've never, I don't really have times where I've like lost money and then like, 
saved it back up. It's like, this was it. Yeah. So I, I, yeah, just buying and like experiencing the emotions and like the voices in your head trying to come at you and the little devil on your shoulder. That was definitely the, the hardest part. And so that's the mindset thing, right? Of like, and you already went through it. You already went through some of that, like processing on the bigger business that you're looking at purchasing. Yeah. You know, like if you hadn't have gone through some of that processing on the bigger one, maybe it didn't, you, you wouldn't have got across the line with this 30K business. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. yeah. The mindset's no, huge. I think the mindset that. is really, really critical to learn and lean into. There's a four-part mindset series. I don't know if you listen to that on the podcast. The yeah, four yeah, part. I have. Yeah. Did you think that helped? Oh, yeah, a lot. I mean, it was getting to a point where like I was getting so close to putting an offer on like a few businesses that pot, the pot, your podcast were almost kind of like my, I was almost a junkie sort of for your podcast. Like I'd be about to put an offer in and then feel the thoughts come up and then be like, okay, one more podcast. And then I'll, and then I'll look at this one. Rush <laughs> <laughs> at that point. I was like, come on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think you're spending a lot of time doing the due diligence, but to get to that point where you're like, all right, I'm, I'm going to pull the trigger. People don't get that all that buildup of the mindset work that you've done and the study that you've done on it is amounts to this like one decision that you have to make, right? Yeah. Like One thing that really resonated with me too is when you were talking about like the risk reward and how it's like, you think of like the worst case scenario, yes. which, you know, like say I tank, say I, I have the site and over time, I tank it to nothing, like absolute worst case scenario. Well, if you look back at like my goals and the reason I wanted an online business was to learn technical SEO, it's like I'm mm. probably still going to walk out of there with some pretty good with a pretty good skill set. So even like the worst case scenario is kind of like leading me toward that goal that I wanted. It's also, and this is this could be a very general statement, but it could also be a better education in business than yeah. studying business, but also still cheaper for thirty grand. Exactly. Well, yeah, who is someone who's on your podcast too saying like sometimes the best way to learn is to buy like a five grand website and just tank it. Yeah. And I was like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it's still five grand. Like it still takes yeah. a bit to save it up depending on, on you know, the situation. But, and we have people, we have people in the community that come away and they buy, oh, I'm just going to buy something for five, 10 grand, sort of test it out and sort of get to know how much work it is. They don't really like, there's a lot more work in a $10,000 business than yeah. like a million dollar business, like a lot more work. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, so, like, it's funny. Cause like, I mean, looking at it now too, like I had all these thoughts now looking at the site, it's like, Oh, like I got, I understand what's going on now. Like now that I actually can look at everything, like the back end of WordPress mm. and now I got access to Google search console, like admin access to Google analytics. I'm like, okay. There really was nothing to really worry about. Yeah. Let me ask you about that. Like since you learned about, Google Analytics and backlink auditing and content auditing and all this sort of stuff. And you would have learned so much about SEO just in the due diligence. Yeah. Was that a, a, a really good, like that period of say 11 months, was that a really good period of education just doing the due diligence alone? It was invaluable for sure. I mean, it was, I don't know if that's the right word, but it was, it was, yeah, it was amazing. It was, it was, uh, that due diligence helped me so much, like actually with, with my job too, and just like going through and breaking yeah. everything down. Yeah. And they kind of complemented each other because like part of my job when I was doing like more of the sales side of SEO, I had to like compile all these massive audits for 
these companies just saying like, oh, you know, like you're not utilizing your, your, your H1s aren't optimized, your metadata is not optimized, your page speed is not optimized. So they kind of went hand in hand. Like I could take mm. some of the stuff from your due diligence and bring mm. it into my work mm. and then take some of the stuff from my work and bring it into the, the due diligence framework. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. That's great. So what a journey. Like I'm glad that you, everything has unfolded the way it has for you because it's, you've put yourself under pressure and you've learned some pretty tough lessons on that bigger one that you nearly bought, which set you up for this next one. And maybe you want to get going too hot and too heavy too quick which is my biggest downfall with almost everything I do in life. <laughs> um, and I've learned from that now. Slow and steady really has won the race for me as much as I want to go away and stuff things up by getting it, you know, getting that result faster. But it's that I can see that you've learned a lot of the lessons that I've learned through trying to make it happen and get it done quicker. So through that whole experience, what would you say, even from just like, you starting a dropshipping business, you're learning about marketing, you're learning about SEO from like 2018 to like now for somebody that's thinking like, what advice would you give to somebody that is thinking about going away and making money online or, or even just buying a website? Yeah, definitely. That's a great question. I mean, there's only, there really is like that quote that I said, it's that's just been ringing in my head for the last like couple months. It's just like, you can read everything there is to, about how to ride a bike, but if you don't have a bike, you're... Mm. You know, you're you're kind of screwed. So mm. I remember I, I have like a 30 page document on Google Docs about just like SEO notes, and it's like I I don't open it, I don't look at that. <laughs> I mean, I felt like I was doing something at the time, and I probably do did retain a little bit of that. But at the end of the day, like I thought I had a grasp, and now like having this actual functional revenue generating business in front of my eyes, you're kind of mm. like. God, okay, where do I start now? Like you, you kind of expected like, okay, I have 30 pages of notes. So I'll just click. I should know exactly what to do. And you're just staring at this blank screen like, okay, so what, where do I start? Yeah. <laughs> so I, think yeah. The, the, I mean, the best advice I can give is just get into it. Like find, either if you're going to work with an agency to learn marketing, find someone that will give you a shot at the technical side of things. Otherwise, put yourself in that position to actually own a business and a little online content site and, and learn the technical stuff yourself. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. I, I agree. At least knowing how it works in your own business and seeing it is hugely beneficial, at least to oversee somebody that's going to do the work for you. And so yeah. from the experience of buying a site, because you've had 11 month period of like going through some highs and some lows, and I'm, gra- I'm glad that you came out of those lows and through the back of it. Now, what advice would you give to somebody who's looking at buying a site? Like through the um, buying process, like through all of it. Yeah. So the, the things that really got me through were sticking to your basics, like your main goals. For instance, mine, like I said, was I just want something that's going to cover my rent. Yeah. 800 bucks a month. That's it. And to, so stick with your basics. And then when you kind of get to that inevitable point, uh, inevitable point where you start overthinking things like, ah, did I miss something on due diligence? Did I, is, does he know something I don't know? Just look at the most basic metrics because that'll tell you the most. Like, look at where the traffic's coming from. Make sure there's no, like, you don't have to know every single backlink. It's pretty much impossible to do a full backlink audit unless you have, like, an insane tool. So just do a quick perusal on your backlinks. Make sure there's nothing crazy on there that you think is really spammy. 
and uh, look at look at your keywords and are they generating traffic? And that's pretty much it. You just got to like stick to your basic metrics and that'll tell you a lot and then stick to your basic goals. I love it. Stick to your goals, stick to your basic metrics. Don't go, don't go overboard. Yeah. Trevor, thanks so much for coming on. This has been hugely valuable for people that want to go away and just earn an income online, not even just buy a business. So thanks for coming on. Yeah. Thank you, Jared. Couldn't have done it without you. Thanks, man. Really appreciate it. So everybody that is listening, thank you for listening. That's it for this show. Before you go, I want you to think of like at least two to three people that are like, God damn, I got to get rid of this job or like, I want to get out of college and make an income online. Share this podcast episode with them because there's so much to learn through Trevor's experience. Like all the little things that he said, like going in too hot and too heavy on a big business, the mindset, learning about riding a bike to actually having a bike to ride. There's so many golden nuggets for this conversation. So share this podcast episode with those people that you know that are wanting to make an income online. That'd be hugely beneficial, yes, to grow the podcast, of course, but also uh, to them. So thank you so much for listening, guys, and I'll see you in the next one. Now, Trevor, thank you so much for coming on. Really appreciate having a chat with you guys. If you want to buy an online business to earn a passive income, just like Trevor has done, come check out the Buying Online Business community where we've been seeing people buy businesses nearly every single week now. So it's super inspiring and it's really good, cool to just be a part of. So if you want to ditch that day job and earn an income online, check out buyingonlinebusinesses.com. Click the community tab and you can see what it's all about. Speak to you soon. Bye. 